said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Bitch, I make hits. You niggas waste time. And I be goddamn if I let you waste mine. Like Chase for the better, but I'm still strapped. Trigger happy nigga, don't make me relapse. Attitude like fuck it, they ain't in their way. And I can give a fuck what a nigga got to say. You still talking blow, you goddamn right. What else I'm going to say? That's my motherfucking life. I just left Jamaica. I'm talking no just real. Sipping margaritas on the beach of my Adidas. Alright, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life As I See It, episode 55. We got C in the building, Gert in the building. Um, and I want to jump into um, Kanye West. Kanye West just did a podcast, or he did an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, and I watched the whole thing. It's fucking three hours long close to three hours long um but me personally i liked it i know that a lot of people are not even going to watch it and i know i know that a lot of people if they do attempt to watch it in the first however many minutes they're just going to dismiss it and say yo kanye is all over the place what the fuck is he talking about um and i get that because most people aren't able to really they're not really willing, in my opinion, to try to understand. They already kind of have an idea of, you know, how they feel about them. And so they kind of locked in on that. But um, I watched the whole thing. I thought it was really dope. I thought it was uh, some cool insight into kind of how he thinks, what he's trying to do, what he's done. And um, overall, I just think it's dope. I think Joe Rogan... It's probably the perfect person for someone like a Ye to talk to because Joe Rogan is one of the most open-minded people in media. He doesn't really have any preconceived notions about anything. Um, and he's open to any idea and he'll talk about anything. So he pretty much let Ye do Ye and talk, which is, in my opinion, the sign of a good interview when you let the person that you're interviewing talk. You don't really need to cloud the interview with, you talking because it should be more so about your guests and letting them get their shit off so um i watched it we know that he's running for president now and he's also saying that he's going to be 100 percent the president in 2024 so before i get into all of the details or the other details about it um i gert i know that you watched it and i know c you saw some of it. So, Gert, in terms of the interview from your perspective, what were your thoughts on the Joe Rogan and Kanye podcast? See, this nigga just said everything I could possibly say in the intro and then asked me nah, I said my what shit. you think about it. I, I, said, nigga, I said, you, said what I thought. <laughs> nigga he just summed said, it up. Yeah, nigga summed up everything. <laughs> Nah, uh, fucking trying to say something that jurors didn't say. They uh, uh <laughs> can't let me be great, man. The nigga, the nigga Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is dope because he ain't looking for clickbait, and he's talking to people uh without hopes to fucking catch a snippet of something to go viral. 
So with that nigga able to do that, um, he got to articulate a lot of his points, which you could see a lot of the shit he says is just the idea that hasn't been worked through yet. And Joe Rogan gave him the opportunity to work through his ideas. So you can see the nigga, it, it, it let me know there's nothing wrong with the nigga. The nigga's not crazy. It's just when he talks, you don't have his, you, if it's not a long form conversation, you don't have his complete thought. It takes him extremely long to get through a complete thought. Um, and I don't think he has any intentions of winning the presidency this year. He's just uh, observing the landscape and seeing what he needs to do for next election, because I think he's really going to take a good run at it next election. See, from what you saw, uh, what were some of your takeaways? My takeaway is that he's going to run in 2024. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I really can't really talk about it because I only seen the last 30 minutes. Uh, and I don't think that that was, I mean, it was, it was okay, but I probably would have to sit down and watch that whole thing, but it wouldn't be in a day. It probably would be in a couple of days probably take like a week for me to watch that um because it had to take Kanye in doses I really don't like listening listening to him um why why not because I don't like him like that um I used to but I really don't um so it is hard for me to kind of listen like it's hard for me to just sit down and like focus and zone in on what he's saying so I kind of it's it'll be a time where I really listen to it and maybe I can understand him more. But for right now, um, I never thought that he was crazy. I never thought that he was bipolar. I never thought that anything was really wrong with him. Not to, um, you know, discredit anybody with mental illness. So what about, what about him kind of turned you off? You said you did kind of used to fuck with him, but now, now you don't. So what, what, what about that? But wait, before, before you get to that, it did show that he was heavily medicated and that's something that fucking um we should touch on um not that i fucking know anything but he kind of alluded to how they just wanted to medicate him without what fucking treat you or something like that's what he was saying say that again see like they want to treat you like that. Yeah, uh, like with, with everything that was going on with him, it was just, well, take this medicine. Yo, this shit is doing this to me. Okay, well, we'll give you another medicine that takes that out. But mm-hmm. the overall shit was they just wanted him on medicine. Like it, it, it just, no, take, take this. Take this, like they kept pushing. Me- well, that's the average person. I don't like, I mean, everybody, like, not to be like that, but I have my parents, you know, they take medications and everything. And my mother, she actually takes a lot because if she takes one medication at one time, it cancels out the other medication. Or if somebody gives her 
something else it cancels out this so she has to be mindful of when she's taking things or how she's doing things so what I'm saying is everybody can be heavily sedated on medication and do whatever and still be cognizant of what they're doing and what they're saying. I think that's saying. unfair, though. That's unfair because you don't know that. But, I don't think so. But I think that I believes mean, on the doctor prescribing the stuff, too. I do, too. But I just feel like, OK, if you are OK, if you are medicated, do you have to <laughs> do you have to go on a concert? and start talking about Jay-Z for 30 minutes. Well, do you have to do that? Were you medicated when you did it's that? It's not that you have to, it's that you can. So you're, you're, you're already exhausted. Um, I really just don't want to get into Kanye. I'm not going to deep dive into him. I'm very well, no, this ain't, him. This ain't about Kanye. This is just in general. If you are already exhausted and you're already putting your body through shit, um, medicine... Uh, a, a chemical imbalance can fuck you up drastically. Yes, it can trigger certain things. I understand that. So I was just, uh, uh, two things. One, I'm reading this book, The Superhuman Mind. And it talks about that a lot, how a lot of these people who are being heavily medicated are, shouldn't be, and they would be able to tap into different parts of their brain that most people aren't able to if they weren't heavily medicated. And the second thing, um, it's an old story about uh, these two comedians went to get a B12 shot. And one of them took the B12 shot, everything was good. The other one started having seizures off the B12 shot. And it turned out that he had the seizures because he was up for four days prior to that on a drug binge. So a normal fucking B12 dosage caused him to fucking have a seizure. Whereas, you know, so the, it, it, I'm just saying like, I'm speaking towards the chemical imbalances of shit. Like most people are born at this point with chemical imbalances because of the drugs their parents was on. And then when mm -hmm. you add shit to that, ain't no telling which direction you can fucking spiral into. And then piggybacking off of that, um, I I watched uh, Dr. Umar Johnson talk with Dick Cannon because, you know, he's into like uh, child psychology. And he was just speaking about how Big Pharma and the relationship between medicine on children He's saying a lot of these kids are diagnosed with ADHD, but they're not really, they don't really have ADHD. They're misdiagnosed because they're on these different types of medications, mainly because the teachers or the instructors aren't really taking the time to attend to their needs. They're not really taking the time to try to figure out, okay, this kid needs, you know, um, attention, you know, he's bored or she's bored. And uh, furthermore, the different type of drugs that they're putting these kids on, they're only, like he said, sedating them. They're only, you know, putting them in, the, in a state of mind to where now they're not even able to be fully cognizant, not, not to mention that their brains aren't fully developed yet. And the fact that children 
don't even really have a choice in being medicated. They're not asking to be put on medicine. These are adults that are making the decision to say, this kid needs medication. And so he was just speaking about the drug industry and how, you know, these things at the end of the day are all really revolved around money, which we understand, but it's, 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 it's big business. So whether it's kids, whether it's Kanye, whether it's adults, that industry alone is solely focused on how much medication they can get people on because that translates to big dollars. Um, but as far as like circling back even still to um, some of the things that were talked about in the interview, I think that, um, you know, with Ye, like you said, I definitely don't think he's crazy. The way that he explained it is, he said, he gave this analogy. He said, when you eat food, it doesn't just have one seasoning in it. It has multiple seasonings. When you listen to music, it's not just one note being played. There's multiple notes being played. He says, so when you ask me a question, my mind is processing 10 different things at once. And I'm giving you, you know, a combination of 10 different answers, which if you allow me to get to my complete thought, then you'll understand and it'll all come full circle. But you can't really just box me into giving you like a line drive response because that's not that's not how my brain works. Um, and I think that that's fair just for people in general. You know, sometimes people ask you a question and I'm even guilty of this. I might ask somebody a question and I'm looking just for the answer and they decide to answer it however they want to answer it. And that might not be in line with your expectation, but you have to allow people the, the chance to, to get to the end point, however they need to get to the end point. And then you kind of go off of that. So on that, on that specific point, do y'all, would y'all agree with that? Or would you just prefer that people just get straight to the point and, you know, just respond to whatever the specific question is? Um, see, I'll ask you, ask you that question first. Like, what do you think about that? Wait, what do I think about what? What was the specific question? My bad. The specific question is, what do you think about how people respond to questions? Do you think that they should be allowed the ability to answer it however they see fit, even if it means a five minute response? Or are you just looking for a yes or no, or you know, a black and white answer or response? That's, damn. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I can't really say that I'm in general, like what in I'm general. Looking. Yeah, I can't really say what I'm looking for. I mean, I guess I'm looking for their response. I don't want you to just answer. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I can't. I don't get it. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because I don't get what you're trying to say, because I, you just said that you are like when a person is answering your question um you are looking for them to just basically like you're just looking for their response you're not looking to see like what you're looking for them to respond the way that you feel like they should respond he's asking like if you ask a question do you want context to the answer or do you want yes or no okay all right thank you because i didn't understand it that way jersey i'm sorry That's fine. Yeah. um 
I would like context. I, I wouldn't just like a straightforward answer, like a yes or no, because um, I, I like to have detail on why you think that way or why you feel that way. I guess so I could try to, I seek to understand the other person, not to be understood, put it that way. Okay. So, cause I want to know why you felt that way. So when you say that, like, you know, you don't like him anymore or you don't like talking about him, like, was it a specific thing that just totally turned you off or like, what is it about him now that you're like, you know what? I don't even, he's not worth me. Like, you know, my time or whatever, whatever, like what kind it of, was multiple, it was multiple things. And then he just like, he's like a big contradiction. It's just like, it was multiple things that I just choose not to um, engage in. And I've left that train a long time ago. It was just the way that he acts, his actions. Um, and I mean, everybody can change. Everybody can evolve. Everybody can grow. But you don't have to go that route with them. You don't have to grow with them. And I just chose to not grow with him. I just chose to say, hey, I respect him for what he do. He's a great artist probably a great person but I just don't want to even be I'm not on that Kanye train I got you Gert do you think he actually has a legit shot for presidency for the next election based on based on me what you but based on what you heard and what you saw in the Rogan interview me believing Donald Trump will be the next president or he's gonna do two terms. I believe that's going to open the door for Kanye to be president after that. I'm of the belief that Democrats and Republicans rotate um, every, and I, I, I believe that he's testing to see what running independent does for him. Um, and it, it Yes, I do believe he has a shot to become president. I believe the comments he made that most most black people turned on him for was to align himself with those, I guess you would call it conservative Republican voters who you, you only hear sound bites from him. Mm -hmm. So if you take the correct sound bite, and push it in the right direction, it can, you know, be a great assistance to pushing a narrative for you. You know what I'm saying? So like all of the stuff we didn't like hearing him say, that on those sound bites on Fox News four years from now has a different value than because most black people don't watch Fox News anyway. So they can push those narratives in different directions. And then him being the self, you know, people are, people don't watch everything. They just take fucking sound bites. Well, yeah, whatever's given to them. They don't go further. Yeah, but most people, like, I, I actually, like, recently I started watching Fox News because I kind of, like, I see the bias on, like, CNN. Right. So I kind of want to see that other side and see what they say and get their perspective on things. So mm -hmm. I do kind of, I watch, I watch Fox News a lot. 
actually. Yeah, I, I, I don't mean both, that I agree with right. You. I look at both sides because I definitely for the same reason. For the same reason, I want to see because see the the thing the 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 issue for me is it's too biased on both sides. It's extremely Sometimes. biased on both sides, and it's it's one idea for the most part on both sides that no matter what happens most people ain't willing to pivot off of their stance and i think for that reason for me personally it kind of um it, it it turns me off for lack of a better phrase like it's like yo you should be able to change your mind or if you're presented with new yeah. information you should be an adult and be able to say, okay, I thought this, but now I have this information. So maybe I don't think like that anymore, but it's such a stubborn attitude when you look at either side that it's like, yo, come on. Like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, you're not talking to five-year-olds. You're talking to the country with well, they a are. bunch of adults. They, the country is five-year-olds. Well, I don't think so. I just don't like it. To Jerry's point, I don't like it when I'm watching, like, and I'm just throwing a name out there, like Don Lemon, or he'll have, like, a Republican on his show and a Democrat, and they're talking. And he, you could tell he's pro-Democrat, and he'll sit there and argue it down, like, to what the Republican is saying. And they sometimes make points. Like, I'm not saying, like, to be, like, some of my views are conservative uh, um, views. Like, I'm not sold completely on that idea of liberal um so i do have a lot of conservative views um, when it comes to certain things and i can understand the other side's view sometimes more than the liberal side and i just don't understand how some people will argue someone down and just like it'll almost be like they're double teaming double teaming them and that's why sometimes i started watching fox news because i just couldn't take it like I didn't like that. See, have you ever watched NPR? No. You should take a look at NPR. I think you'll like it. I'll uh I'll send you some shit. NPR is basically they're not funded by either side and they just look at the actual event of what's going I started listening to NPR when Barack was running for, for his first term. And that's how I kinda got turned off from politics is because they don't fuck with none of the bullshit. They take exactly what's going on. And they report it. And they report it. And they're not afraid to correct themselves live on air. So most of the shows on NPR, I mean, simple as you listening to it, and they say something wrong, you can tweet them right then and there. And they'll correct their shit right then and there live. Like, yo, C just said, C on Twitter just said we was wrong about what we just said. We're fact checking it right now. Oh, yeah, C was right. This is the actual information of what we were just talking about. Like, they do that shit live. So BBC um, does that as well, because BBC is world news. So to your point, they're just reporting on the news. They're just telling you what happened. There was a bomb over here. This building blew up. That's what happened. We'll let you know what's going on as we get more information. Like they're not they're not, you know, going to outright say, oh, 
it was the well nobody said the Taliban anymore. What is it? The um uh I don't know, somebody Arab or Antifa. yeah, yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, it was it was them, it probably was the militia, or you know, they they're they're just reporting the news. And I can appreciate that. Um, which kind of leads me to another point, and then we can kind of get off all of this. Do you feel that um black people or people in general, but I'll keep it with us. Do you think that it's in our best interest to, if we were to to decide to claim quote unquote a party, do you think it's more beneficial to be independent in the middle and neutral? Or do you think it is more beneficial to actually be on the red or blue side, Democrat or Republican? See, what, what what are your thoughts on that? I uh, agree with having our own political party. I don't know if the birthday party is is it, um, but I do believe that we need political power, and I don't think that we should just have those two options. Okay. Um, Gert, what you think? I don't think at this point we should have our own party as of yet. I think we should come together, leverage uh, policy. I think we should come together and leverage policy first to whomever is in office and gain strength that way to becoming a party. I think we need to fucking leverage shit for shit as of right now today um people are too used to red blue but do the work now and gain that steam we we got four years to gain steam i would say uh you know because i would say two terms of i was gonna say eight years yeah eight years of leveraging shit against them and building a criteria of no look this is what this is what we put forth this is what we got done to where then you know we push for our own party so you basically you think we should work with what we have like you said and and instead of because i guess right now you're saying we don't have enough leverage or power to really be able to really truly affect change the way that we are trying to affect change so you think we should work within the constructs of what already exists, but hold people accountable and that way we can gain more leverage and then go from there. Yes. Okay. I could, I could, I could dig that. So, yeah. So uh, we will see, we will see, but um, yeah, I, you know, I think people should check it out. If you can, you know, if you want, <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting perspective. Um, switching really quickly to music. Um, so we got a new versus on the horizon right now. So currently as it stands right now, we have T.I. and Jeezy coming up in a couple of weeks. Now, before we get to T.I. and Jeezy, we know that over the last month or so, T.I. been calling out 50. And T.I. said he called out 50 because, one, he believes that 
you know, T.I. Uh, 50 can match his energy as far as shit talking and he won't be sensitive and won't take things personal. And two, he believes him to be uh, another he heavyweight, if not the other heavyweight in his class, in his era when he was dominating and putting out music. So 50, you know, he downplayed it. He don't really want to, he didn't want to engage. So no 50, but Buster Rhymes on Fat Joe's show came out once he was asked about T.I. and said, would you battle T.I.? Buster was like, he would all of the smoke. He said, yo, T.I., bust your ass. Like, this is something that I want. I'm with all of the smoke. Initially, T.I. was on some shit like, yo, I respect you, but it's a generational gap. You've been out for mad long. Like, you got too much music to, to pull from. Then finally, they got on each other's live. And T.I. said, with the stipulation of, if you can only play music from 2001, which is when he dropped his first album, up until now, then if he's okay with those stipulations, then would you do the verses? Buster said, yeah. So that hasn't been a... That nigga was lying when he said, yeah. Yeah, he's mad. He don't want to do that. He don't want to do that. Yeah, nigga said, yeah, way too quick. Like, <laughs> he, he acted like he had that... Nah, nigga. Take a minute to think about what you were saying. <laughs> Like, as <laughs> you slow down, slow down in the early 2000s, nigga. <laughs> um, so first, um, with Busta, I mean, do y'all think that would even be a good matchup? If you do, do you, who do you think will win? Like, what you, what girl, what you think about like the TI and Busta matchup? What's your thoughts on that overall? I don't want to see that. Why not? <laughs> For the same reason nobody else would have seen that shit. Yeah, it's that's not stupid. good. It's not a good matchup. Yeah. Like, hey, I was about to try to give a uh, better answer than no, that. No, nobody wants to see that. Simple, simple straight to the point. I'm, I'm cool on that. Well, you should give a better answer because Jerry's wants a better answer. No. <laughs> no. Nah, nah, yeah. Yeah, your answer is your answer. I was I was gonna switch and say, okay, so do you think him and Jeezy is a better matchup? Absolutely. Okay, so if we all can agree that him and Jeezy is a better matchup, I'm gonna go Ti over Jeezy. See, what do you think? I don't know if Jeezy is a better Jeezy is a better matchup than Buster Rhymes. Um, I think the better matchup probably would have been Fifty because I really wanted to see how that would have went. Um, just because I wanted to see that out of 50. That that's more so me because I like 50. I like him like as far as like him talking trash and I know TI would too. But um yeah, I mean Jeezy, I get it, but I kind of would like Jeezy and Gucci more, even though I know we're probably never gonna see that, but that would be my ultimate battle for Jeezy. And why? Why would you? Why would you? Match because them up? they have similar styles. Um, first of all, Jeezy's mixtapes really made. Not not even saying that he did have whack albums. Like towards the end, his albums started getting whack. But right. his mixtapes was what kept him afloat and what we all was like vibing to. And that is Gucci's thing. Gucci was putting out mixtapes like every week. Like it was sick. So it. 
and even with that, like Gucci's mixtapes and his songs on his mixtapes is what we vibe to. Like, so it would be, it would be more equal, like in that way to me, as far as like playing the mixtape cuts and everything like that. T.I. Um, doesn't really have the same impact as far as the mixtape thing goes with me. So that's why I'm going to say that. I think T.I. just makes better music and he makes he makes better music than a lot of people. So I think that I think that Jeezy shit going to definitely hit different for the streets. But I think that T.I. wins because he makes better music and he has bigger hit records. Well, T.I. wins. Point yeah. blank, I mean, that's not. Yeah, I, do, I think T.I. wins. I think Jeezy wins. You think what? I think Jeezy wins. I got Jeezy. Tell me why. Because I believe Jeezy has bigger records than T.I. I don't mean Billboard bigger. I mean feel bigger. No way. I mean no way. <laughs> no way. No. Nah, because you saying that, but you can you can't name no records. I can't. Jeezy had the number one intro until Meek Mill just took it. What, what intro? intro? Yeah. Jeezy. Um. And that's been like that's over what? 10 years that Meek has had the number yes, one intro. But it, was, it was a long running record. Um, <laughs> this is one, this is my point. You talking, <laughs> but you ain't got shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> he been he been anti. No, I live in St. Louis. What that mean? I come from, I, you wouldn't know if Jeezy. Nelly had the best intro, not Jeezy. That's all that means. <laughs> you wouldn't know about Nelly. Oh, nah, y'all bugging. The, the St. Louis club scene. I said the club scene. Let's say focus. But, uh, Let's say focus. St. Louis, the, the, they play more. T.I. is a better lyrical rapper than Jeezy. Of course. But his shit in the club ain't doing what Jeezy shit in the club is doing out here, period. Well, that's, that's what I said. Yeah. Jeezy shit gonna hit different in the streets, but T.I. Yeah. has bigger records and he makes better Yeah, music. but niggas ain't going off. Yes, they no. are. This is about This is a records. hit record, yeah. No. It's 20 hit records. It's about MCing. Well, and who it's really about how you structure it. I get that because yes, you can win. And who yeah, you can win if he stay, if he if he stay to the streets, kinda he could kinda. He's gonna smoke no, he's him. not. He could kinda no have way. an edge, but it hit different when you play. Um, just live your life. I mean, I'm sorry. Right, but I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a bunch of live your lives. But he still got what you know about yeah. that. He still got why you want us. Like but he still gotta got. Play. Um, you Jeezy got this. He's not gonna play. Jeezy got. He's not gonna play. Just live your life against. Um, I said straight. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like some some street shit. He's not gonna do that. He's gonna play his street stuff. But my thing is, and is he that, loses. No, he's not he because Jeezy tried that. to do that with um, what's that song with Akon? Uh, so survive. Wasn't that the biggest one that he yeah, had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Mm -hmm. So you'll play your biggest. Or put on. Yeah, or put put on might be. That's so how y'all think niggas is gonna match up their songs? Don't be how niggas be matching up their songs. Y'all are oh, looking man. at how you would fucking put your song up. Because your... that's the only opinion that I have. I don't know T.I.'s brain yeah, or mine. I can't sit here and analyze what he what would I'm do. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I don't see Jeezy following that formula. 
I don't I see easy going to the streets. That's what that's he can do. Formula. Exactly. That's the but only thing I he say can do. He wins with that formula. I don't think so. I, I don't think and so. And we agree yeah, to disagree. So. And that's cool. So when you're wrong, as long as you could come back on the pod and be like, all right, I was wrong, then I have Jeezy smoking him. Nah, this is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Smoking? He's like, definitely on, not going to do that because he has, you got to no. understand that T.I.'s He can win some rounds. Like, it's way more, it's, it's longer he than got big hole records. So he what? Big yay records. He got a big hole record. He got street fucking anthems. He got, he got, Jeezy got a lot of shit. He do. I, I'm, I'm not fucking... You ain't telling C about Jeezy, because that's her name. <laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I've loved Jeezy for a very long time, and I'm still choosing T.I. But what y'all, yeah, I think y'all missing, they not playing whole songs. We so don't. all Jeezy beats, huh? That matters. So what? Oh, God. Huh? Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I'm <laughs> not bugging. Y'all niggas is bugging. Nah. That's all I'm saying. Nah. So what, Jeezy's snippet is going to be T.I. snippet because it's not a whole song? Yes. Like, Yes. No, it's still the same. Said, it's going to be just like kissing fat. No, it's not. Nope, no, it's not. That's the only example that you can ever go to. How many other and... people we got? No, it's not. It's not going to be like kissing fat. I, I, watch I... it too. Jeezy is going to bring tip to the streets, and he not going to... He... But it's not like Tip is not from the streets. Exactly. Though. I was going to say, it's like, not like Tip saying? can't go to the streets with Tip him. He's looking to Dad. play big records. Yo, but no, you just not. told us that we can't we can't say what yes. records that they're going to play. And now you just told us what Tip is going to do. He the fuck are you talking about? That we you can't, can't pick do, the only formula. Do <laughs> yeah, this nigga's crazy. Yo. You, he thought we wasn't listening. <laughs> you don't even have the formula. <laughs> Trap or Die was the song I was talking about too. What? Trap or Die. Trap or Die. That was the uh, club anthem before Meek Mill shit uh, took over. That, that was that his. Uh, nah. That wasn't the intro, was it? No. Okay, it wasn't so that intro, wasn't it. I'm saying Girl. he had the I big record <laughs> until <laughs> Meek Mill's intro took over. Nah. Everybody had hit records before Meek Mill intro. <laughs> It came out. My thing is, I just can't with you right now. I just can't. Yeah, nah. You don't I'm got enough. You. you don't got enough. I I, I hear what you're trying to say, but I'm you don't, not saying. don't got enough. Just remember me saying this. That's Nigga, all. you're the only one saying it, so it's not hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not going to be. I, I feel like it could be close. But I feel like it's also like everything else. It's your preference. So if you already go in there with, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I like. I feel you're probably going to end up in that same, like when it's all over and done with, you're probably going to be like ending up in that, that same, you're going to come to that same conclusion at the end. But I do feel that um, he can't really take the Jada route. He could try, but he can't. Jada won because Jada has more music to pull from. It's just, it just wasn't fair, to be perfectly honest with you. And that's where T.I. has the advantage because he has more music to pull from. Jeezy has gotten colder as time has progressed, but T.I. has not. T.I. has stayed relevant 
even he just put out an album right now and he's still relevant. People still wanted to listen to him. Nobody really cares about the snowman no more. I mean, I like yeah. him, but not his last like two four joints. Four. Damn. All right, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, bugging. But um, yeah, so when, we'll see. You we'll listen see. to Jeezy last album? No, but I'm okay, not. Okay, so then that's Jeezy. what I'm saying. But I know Jeezy's street shit coupled with his mainstream success, I believe is gonna be hard for Clifford to beat. That's all I'm But I, I know Clifford got a lot of yeah, from 2005 to 2008 was like Jeezy's like heyday. I would that say was, nine. Oh, all right. Whenever, um, because I mean, to me, his last up until ten, probably his, his last really good album was TM 103. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole classic album. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. What year but, was that? Was that 2011. Yeah, that oh, yeah, been. okay. So then it's, yeah. It right, goes so past a, that. A six year, I thought that that was year, nine. About a six year run. Mm-hmm. Right? That's solid. A solid 20 songs of Jeezy. Yo, oh. T.I. started in 01. Yeah. I don't care about when T.I. started. And you he just had, don't like T.I. Yeah. No, I like Cliff. Really, no, you don't. <laughs> I like Cliff. I'm only You call it him Cliff, my nigga. That's the nigga name. <laughs> yeah, but come on, man. Nah, that's, come on, disrespect. you know what you're doing, man. That's not that nigga name. I like Cliff. You're not calling it uh, Jeezy J. <laughs> you calling that man? I don't Jeezy. know what the J stand for. <laughs> like, what do the J stand for? Jerry, something. Hmm. Jerry, I get his name. No, it don't stand for Jerry. It's like Jerry. <laughs> Jerry is crazy. Nigga name Jericho. <laughs> it's Jay. That's what it say. Jay Wayne Jenkins. Oh, oh it's Jay. Shit. That's his name. Yo, Jericho is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho from Jeezy. No, oh shit, that's funny as hell. That's funny. But yo, so look. Saying off, off, off a snippet. If they were playing whole songs. I would lean more towards T.I. That one verse from Jeezy. Oh my God. I got Jeezy. All right, got it. <laughs> Your name really is Jay. Yeah, that's why I had to check. I was like, what did Jay stand for? Like Jerome? Something? I don't know. But I know it's Jay. I know it was Jay. I didn't know that that was his full name. My bad. Word. But um, you have a nickname longer with. Then your name? Yeah. Niggas' nicknames is longer than their names. Tell me one other one, please. Well, uh, damn. I hold would, on. I, like, I would, like a, a stage name. Yeah. What are you saying? Googling, see, nah, yeah, no. What are you? What are you saying? A stage name or what? what stage name? I clearly said the nigga nickname is longer than his name, and y'all said. So, so whoever name is DJ is something is longer Digger than. Digger is, <laughs> is longer than Sean. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks for helping. <laughs> you say so. <laughs> if you say so. We based it on syllables, nigga. I'm like, right? I don't. I don't know Nobody calls that nigga Jigger. Why Everybody not? call him Hove. Okay. On, nah, I I could give him that. They do. I ain't I ain't heard nobody say Jigga in a minute. 
in a while, but they were saying it at one point. Yeah, they were. So that's why they realized that that was stupid and stopped doing it. Nah. I don't think niggas so. call, niggas call I think Nas Esco. Yeah. Niggas Nas call, they call Nas Esco. This nigga here fighting to be right. I'm just they saying. Call him that, they call him son. Huh? They call Nas son. Nah. <laughs> you can't call that nigga son. <laughs> Kiss is, is short, is short for fuck, is shorter than Jason. Yes, you're supposed to shorten your name. That's what I'm saying. You're saying the nickname is supposed to be shorter than your Dang real name. Yeah. Yeah. So Diddy, Diddy is <laughs> you got oh, Diddy. You got, <laughs> Diddy. So you got Diddy and Sean. It's mad people. I it's think, mad like, niggas though. You wrong. Wait, is it your stage Diddy. name? I don't know. Cause like Fab is longer than William, Fabulous, whatever. It's longer than I don't know what you're trying to say. I yeah, that's why. You're wrong, Gert. <laughs> so just let it go. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Want you to be more I didn't wrong. say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but look, right? So um on some movie shit, right? So keeping it Atlanta real quick. Um, you know, Ross got the, the mansion in Atlanta and they shot coming to America too, um, at his mansion. Now, um, it came out a few weeks ago that Amazon picked it up. So it's gonna be exclusively released um on Amazon in december i believe it comes out and um coming to america too what do we think do we think it's gonna live up to the hype or do we think it's gonna be a big disappointment because it says that you know all of the original people in it are city hall like pretty much everybody who was in the original is in the sequel along with some other people so do we think it's going to be funny are we looking forward to it or we think it's going to be a wash and a disappointment. See, what do you think? I haven't really given it too much thought to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, coming to America too. Um, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to see it. Um, it might be a good movie. I don't think, uh, I don't think it would be bad with all those people in it. Um, I, I, I don't know if it probably would capture the original essence of it. But um, I mean, I I'll watch it when it comes out. So yeah, really we definitely matter. gonna watch it. I just want you know I I'm wondering, cause you know how like for example like Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, both of them shits was funny as hell. Then they waited a thousand years for Bad Boys Three, and it wasn't it wasn't as good. So with coming to America, terrible. they only got one, and now it's mad years later. They're coming out with the sequel. So with all of that time in between, you know, I've heard people say they don't think Eddie Murphy is funny anymore. Like, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of takes out there. I'm just telling you what I've heard people say. So, you know, that's why I'm asking, do y'all think it's, you know, do you think it's gonna be funny? You think it's gonna be funny? You think it's gonna be good? Or you think it's like you should have left it alone? I don't have no expectation for it. At yeah. All. I think that's the way I, to go into it. I will watch it. Uh, depending on what type of trailer they put out, <laughs> I see where they can make a good storyline. I, I, I see how it could be good. Um, people saying Eddie Murphy ain't funny no more is just stupid because he ain't did nothing to be funny. He wasn't trying to be funny. So <laughs> you talking about the nigga not funny because he at home? 
I don't understand. <laughs> you got to stop hanging in these places where you're hanging out at, Jerry. I'm not hanging nowhere, man. There's still <laughs> people all over the world. Through, but I'm tell not. them they stupid. That's, that's a dumb assessment. That was like, what? Like, I ain't hear that. But <laughs> The nigga put out nothing to be funny. No, he, he just put out. He just put out the fucking shit on Netflix. What on Netflix? The the Rudy Ray Moore shit. Oh, that was good. That was good. I liked it. Dolomite was good. Just because we liked it don't mean everybody liked it. But it was based. But it was based off of a biopic, though. It wasn't like a. It wasn't a a movie that he was making to be funny. It was just a. It was showing somebody else's life. So I don't get how they've seen that and was like, "This shit ain't funny." This is Eddie Murphy. He whack. He fell off. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not. You don't know who Rudy Ray Moore was. You don't know his story. Then we can't talk. Jerz, you got to stop hanging out these I'm places. Yeah, Jerz, you got to stop talking to these people. No I'm Who not talking people? to anybody. We have the Twitter? same friends. You talking so... about this on Twitter? <laughs> Where are you talking about this shit at? These are they one are of our actually... friends? The... No. <laughs> they uh, are actually... <laughs> they are actually talking them. about this on Twitter. Just delete them. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Un-fucking un- follow them, and then you good. Yeah. I was... Them is the people you was following for following back in the day. You got to trim the fat, man. <laughs> follow for follow. Remember follow back Fridays? <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, that's your follow back Friday cast. <laughs> follow back Fridays. Uh, what the fuck was we doing, yo? <laughs> dumb stuff. Just doing, follow making up back stuff. Fridays. I'll follow you. You follow. Or the, what did the F4L? I mean, F4F. Follow for follow. Yeah, I was definitely follow for follow mad strippers. Oh, shit. I had a question mark after it, though. Like, F4F. I had mad Titty Tuesdays on my timeline. Wait. Nah, Titty Tuesdays was a thing. That was a thing. I know it was a thing, but this is what I'm just like, God. That's like in 2010. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my bag right there. I look at my old Twitter and I'll be like, "Tag, I was reckless." Jesus, yeah. I believe I unfollowed a lot of those people. I was reckless. I, ain't. I don't follow either, mad people, or even they cleaned their life up, and I can't tell. Yeah, I started another one. Yo, but that'd be <laughs> funny, right? When you be like following with somebody, and then. You don't know how they like how, like somebody pop up on your tail. You're like, yo, why am I even? How did I get locked in with this person? Like, unfollow <laughs> immediately. Like, what the yeah. fuck was? What was I doing? What? What brought me here? Like, <laughs> something yeah. she said or something they said on the timeline. Oh, Life that's... decisions, man. I I, I don't follow <laughs> people a lot off of that. Yeah, you we know. know. King, you know, unfollow he... King. The number one way to get unfollowed by me is the fucking, I don't know if y'all remember one Black History Month. <laughs> it was funny. The first, uh, such and such, the first person to do such and such. Oh, yeah. oh those, those if were. You're still, but if you're still doing that today, <laughs> I, I, I don't want my life crossing paths with your life. Yeah. No, those things used to be funny. I used they to love us. them when they posted those up. memes, those civil rights memes. And they went, <laughs> I'm gonna tell my son that this was the Migos <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Right here. Those is funny. That yeah. was a good way to uh, recreate that. That was funny. The one, my favorite one was when Coretta Scott 
uh, King was sitting at the table. Well, she answered the phone and Martin Luther King is sitting at the table and she said, it's one of your little civil rights hoes calling here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're creative, I think that's really the main thing. Like, be creative, be funny, and it's cool. But, like, if you just whack and following the trend and you trying to just keep up, like, what, like, I hate online trends. I hate social media trends. Like, right now, one of the shits is, um, it's the so-and-so for me. Like, oh god i hate I that, hate that shit. Jesus. Like, the it's the everything for like girl who like hey. like for example <sighs> right it'll be it'll be like it'll be a chick right and she'll just like post a selfie or some shit and they'd be like oh <laughs> it's it's the ed- it's it's her edges that did it for me like like you know yeah like it's, it's the everything. smile that do it for me or it's yeah. the it's the whatever that do it. Like, yo, shut the fuck like, up. Like, they just pointing out nice things about somebody and they're just saying this is what they, like, it's, I guess they're bringing attention to it. My so thing y'all is... Like, y'all don't like random acts of kindness? No, Stop I hype like my friends Stop up. It. Stop <laughs> it. Stop <laughs> it. This nigga, yeah, you gotta watch him, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm paying him no mind. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> I'm watch just him. gonna ignore he what be, he, he said. He would be the click, he would be the clickbait king, like... <laughs> This random like, act of kindness. That's not even an act of kindness. No, that's an act of annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> it annoys me every time I see it. It's the something for me. You're right, Jers. I hate it. Yeah, like all of them trends, man. Because it's like, yo, everybody is really followers, yo. Like yes. <laughs> not just on Twitter or or Instagram. Like, no, you're really a follower. Like, that is who you are at your core. Like, you don't have But these are people who grew up in high school following people around. So, of course, they will follow people around when they get older through life. They're just following them on a bigger scale. And people could see that. Another big problem is motherfuckers wasn't outside. Like, you know, that's really where a lot of this shit stems from. Like, when the, we know the world before social media and while social media is here. And like, you had to be responsible for certain shit that you said. Cause you knew that it's a possibility you gonna run into whoever you talking about and then now you gotta see him in real life. You can't hide behind your phone or your computer. Now motherfuckers is just safe behind their little devices. So niggas is doing anything to be clickbait or anything to go viral. When it's like, yo, y'all niggas, yeah, I gotta go outside. I know nobody's outside no more, but I'm just saying, like, this shit's <laughs> out of control. Like, it's like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Walk from behind the computer or the <laughs> phone. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. that shit is crazy. Um, yo, I just saw a sidebar. I just saw um today, and we this this is just literally a random thing. I just seen that uh Odell just saw his ACL. He out for the season. I just feel Aww. like it's mad. It's mad people that got, that is like I feel like a lot of NFL players are getting hurt this season in particular. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of that is due to COVID. Like niggas wasn't really working out. Niggas, no, listen, niggas wasn't really working out. They ain't really have training camps like that. Like, they, then why would you play? Yeah, you bugging, though. I'm not bugging. I'm not bugging. Listen, they ain't have no preseason. Niggas, no- got, niggas is millionaires. Niggas could train all season if they wanted to in their house. Odell was yeah. going to Nike training camp with Drake shooting videos, catching balls and stuff. He could have hired a trainer and got himself in shape if he felt like he wanted to go out there and play. 
I don't I'm, think the niggas nah. are not in shape, though. I think y'all bugging. I don't think mean. that he's not. I didn't say that I didn't think he wasn't in and, shape. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I don't think he's in shape. Saying that he I'm could saying, afford I'm saying, and I'm saying throughout the league, I'm saying that there have been, like, a super spike in injuries this year in particular. I would disagree with that. I think it's no, the same. No, I just think it's more notable, notoriety, uh, more notable right. people. I agree with that. Yeah, it's just bigger name people. It's the same amount of injuries. Niggas get injured like Football the NFL every year. <laughs> every year the NFL gets bigger, stronger, faster. Every year, it's going to continue to get bigger, stronger, faster every year. And bones and fucking ligaments are not meant to withstand that type of fucking pressure. Mm-hmm. So niggas are going to continue to get fucked up because niggas are constantly topping the fucking bench press mark and fucking how fast niggas is. It's fucking big human beings colliding mm-hmm. with other big human beings. This shit not meant. <laughs> shit, shit is not meant. You see, you see the movie Concussion? Yeah. Yeah. Yo. When they said, like, you know, the human brain, obviously, is you know, it sits in water and it's not supposed to be fucking shook around like that. And they they likened it to like, um, I think it was a woodpecker, Paul, who like when it when it you know <laughs> chips away at 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 wood. They were saying that the shit is like a hundred times that. I'm like off of one hit or blow yes. to the head. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. It's like you on borrowed time, and Honestly. it's just and that was but that was fucking. When like 40 the, years ago. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah. So what you think it is now? Worse. Like, is, it, it, the NFL is wild, man. Them is them is like that shit is wild. When you got a nigga three three hundred pounds running like a four six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, what you think is gonna happen? Son, the nigga, the nigga DK Metcalf, the receiver from the Seahawks, that nigga mm-hmm. is like six four, six five, like two forty, and he run like a four three. Yeah, they yeah. say he better than Megatron. That's crazy. That was just, a scary person too. So I know it's, it's a recipe for disaster, dog. It's <laughs> crazy. That shit is really crazy. <laughs> I ain't trying to like, but. But you see, that's the thing. That's why I was just like so mad at Dak because I'm just like, yo, just take the money. I had a discussion about that the other day and I was just like, I just don't understand why that nigga just didn't take the money. This is why you can't because you it, 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 it's, you gotta fucking milk the NFL for all you can. Yeah. Because when you get hurt, it's over. Yeah, so yeah he got hurt and it's over. Up. <laughs> so that's why he should have took no. the money. They no, don't have the nobody, is, as you can see, they don't have nobody to replace him. No, but he, even deeper than that, though, he, the the reason because you're saying he should have took the money, the, the the biggest discrepancy was he wanted five years, and they wanted to get no, he wanted four years, they wanted him to take five. But see how the league works is the longer that they can make your contract, the more they have the opportunity to reconstruct mm-hmm. and you know move money around, mm-hmm. and it's less of a guarantee and security for you. So I do understand what you're saying. If you're saying, oh, it's only the difference between one year and it's only the difference between however many millions, but for him, it was I'm the not, security. 
I'm not that saying that. I'm saying the security of knowing that you're going to get a check. Like there, there's really no security in football at all. Let's just like, unless you are like a top notch player or whatever, the way it's not like guaranteed, like basketball, you know, like John Wall had like a $200 billion contract, got hurt. He's still getting paid. Like he's still who he is, but, but you, can, you can structure your football deal. You can, when you got leverage, you can leverage. But he didn't, he ain't structured nothing but a franchise tag. That ain't well, that's like, on his agent, though. I mean, that ain't yeah. on Dak because Dak don't negotiate his own shit. He tells his agent what he wants him to do, and then his agent fights on his behalf. So it's, mm. it's probably both of them to blame, but it's, it ultimately falls on his agent. The agent is the one having these conversations and these negotiations. All so right. They got to make the right decision. And I just feel that I would have wanted him to have a little bit more security. Like just a little bit more or something because anything can happen just like this. Like you get hurt, be out. Yeah. Football is it's dangerous. Bad. My son ain't never playing football. It's not <laughs> happening. Unless unless he's the next fucking nah. Nope. He could run track. You don't want to run track. He could be the next Mike uh Michael Johnson. So you're gonna make him do what you want him to do. Yep, because I'm his parent. Instead yep. of, instead of his God, parents, he could be the next soccer player. He could be the next. He could play football. Play football he don't have to play football. He could play football. <laughs> 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 um. Oh, did y'all? Um. I saw. I don't know if y'all saw, but I saw. Um. You know the Dave Letterman. Uh. My next guest needs no introduction. Show on Netflix. He just had, um, I don't watch him. He reminds me of like a Santa Claus or something. I don't watch him. Word. Well, the only reason why I said it is because he had Dave Chappelle up there. That shit was trash. I fell asleep on that shit twice. Hey, cool. You hate it. I fell asleep <laughs> twice. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy yeah. that y'all forced yourself to watch it after y'all fell asleep Dave. the first time. No, it's and then y'all tried to get through it and fell asleep. Yeah, it's no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Once you're I right. fall asleep that... on something the first time, I'm not going back to that. But I, I just thought I was tired. <laughs> nah. Yeah, you, you thought you missed something, that it got better. <laughs> nah, I didn't. You're right, see? I should have just uh, tapped out after I uh, fucking... Um... <laughs> After I nodded. And I was watching it where, like, I shouldn't have nodded. Like, everything was in its, <laughs> its big. <laughs> everything was in place. The setting was perfect for me to be watching it. Like, it was nigga, probably, like, noon. <laughs> a nice sunny day. <laughs> just woke up from a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. You ain't even eat yet. So you ain't got the itis or nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> Nothing that said I'm I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fuck you, you put two Daves together, that's what you get. Hey, two sleeps. <laughs> but I have uh with fairness to him, I have seen uh fucking good he did good interviews before. It was a couple people I liked that he had on there. But um, that just wasn't it. It it it, it didn't connect. Yeah. Mm. Were. Um. So a general question, right? Just about podcasts and we got people. the best podcast. Facts. <laughs> um. 
So with that being said, I'm noticing, and I don't know if we spoke about this before, but I'm noticing like a lot of people are just coming out with podcasts out the woodwork. And a lot of them are, a lot of them, a lot of people are, or a lot of companies are like empowering different celebrities to like be the faces of these new podcasts. Me personally, I don't think most of them are going to last because it's not really about the likeness of a celebrity. You got to like, you got to be compelling or have compelling content. Like, for example, like DJ Khaled is great with putting people together on songs and shit. I don't think his podcast is going to be good. Like, I don't think that he's a good, huh? It could be if he great at putting people together. Yeah, but I don't think he's a good, I don't think he's a good interviewer. Nah. And I don't think that, like, I I think, all right, I think that Fat Joe is good at what he's doing. Like, Mm -hmm. did you think he would be good before he started doing that, though? Yes, because I've seen a bunch of interviews at radio stations from him, and he tells great stories. So he keeps me engaged. So I would have, I would have thought that he would have been good. So that's somebody who can do it. Whereas I second that. uh, A Khaled, I just don't think that that would be, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that it would be good. You know what I'm saying? I do. Podcast is such a low overhead that he he got fucking forever to figure it out. He got nothing but time to figure it out. But how many people are going to be engaged and for how long are they going to be engaged? The first few, everybody's going to tune in because it's Khaled and he got, you know, Drake on there. So everybody's going to watch that. But then once it <laughs> starts dwindling down, you know, what do we got? Like you still watch Dream Champs, don't you? Well, I stopped for a while. Me too. I stopped, I stopped for a good while. And then <laughs> and then I started watching more because I feel like it got a little better based on the guests. So that's so, what Kelly got to do. No. If, it la- if it lasts that long and it's not it's not the same setting. Because at least at least with Drink Champs, the only thing that they have or the biggest thing that they have working in their favor is the interview could be or go left because they fucking high and drunk. So <laughs> a- after a certain point, you don't really expect them to be as on point and coherent because they high and drunk. So they're going to overtalk niggas and it's just going to be a-, a lot of shit going nah, on. Nori did that on his own. I stopped watching that show because I couldn't hear what the guests were saying. And he just kept cutting them off and he just kept doing like random street dude stuff when they talking out on the block. I just couldn't listen to that. So I stopped listening to the uh, Drink Chance a long time ago. I go back every now and then, but I need the structure of a real interviewer sometimes. Like, I need you to, like, let that person answer that question. That's because I need to hear their full, like, what they're fully saying. Well, I watched the Mike Geronimo one. Um, Gert, did you see any of that? Or did you see that? I watched that one, and um, he got a lot of... (laughs) He had a lot of sauce for a few people. Um, it wasn't even so much that he had. I mean, he did, but, but from his perspective, he was just telling the truth. And he was just like, there was no cut on it. So he was just talking about how, you know, Steve Stout is on bullshit. He fuck him. And he called him a fake Nas, but he was trying to pin him against Nas. And, you know, they would never have beef because this, that, and the third. And he was explaining his, his issues with Irv Gotti and like, it was interesting, like it was interesting, but I think that was one of those interviews where Nori didn't do a lot of cutting them off. He was just letting them get his shit off. And I think, like I was saying earlier, those are the better interviews. When you let the in- the person who's being interviewed go, 
those are the better energies because we're we're tuning in to hear what they talking about. Mm-hmm. What, what you talking about at all? We didn't heard your story. You can go on another <laughs> podcast with that. <laughs> I disagree with that a little bit. I don't. I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a there's enough platforms where niggas could do they tell all shit. I don't need to see the the tell all from everybody all the time. Um, I believe the Breakfast Club is a great platform for that. I like to see drink champs niggas get high and drunk and bug out and just fucking have good energy and play around. Um, I, I to to some degree, I appreciate the fucking uh, format of drink champs. I like some, I don't want to know everything about everybody all the time. So I appreciate Drink Champs for that. Right. Like, fucking, it, 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 there's no such thing as a gangster no more. <laughs> it's just fucking bloggers. And I, I you can miss me with that shit. I'm what cool with bloggers, but I like for some people to still be gangsters too. No, they grow up. Gangsters grow up. And gangsters need jobs, so they become bloggers. <laughs> they should have thought about that. They should have thought about that when they was young and they gangsterhood. Yeah, How you gonna tell you to somebody the what they should have thought of their life, like <laughs> every every aspect of their life? <laughs> no, I'm not. You gonna say that you can't blame? There. No, Gert, you can't do that because you're gonna say you can't blame people for evolving. But now you gonna blame the gangster for evolving. No, it's not about evolving. It's that when you do, I don't want to hear your tell-all book. Like I, uh, no disrespect, but I think that's a that's a woman trait. Like the 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 women. I, not that I, I don't want to say that that's a woman trait. I get what I you're saying. I'm not offended. But no, no, no. That's not what I was trying to say. Okay. Um, I think that's a woman's lane that niggas is trying to cross over into. And it's like, you can't dance in every video. Let them have that. Like, like let let them have something for their fucking self. That's why they like, tell off? Yeah. That's yeah. not fair. That's not, that's not a woman's thing, per se. Because men I'm talk. I'm saying women got that lane popping. Like, women got that lane popping. Which so you only women can do that? I'm not saying I, I'd rather like, like chill, man. Like let them fucking have that. No. So uh, a good example would be Prodigy's book, right? Mm-hmm. Prodigy's book, fucking. Sold everything. But the niggas hated that shit. Like right. real live street niggas hated that book. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'll be. He was talking I, about them. Huh? Yeah. He was talking about them. Well. Yes, yes. To, yes, but that's not the only reason. It's because we had this image of you. You have your legacy, and it's like you went that route to fucking, for financial gain. Is well, how some on. people well, look at it. In his defense, and rest in peace, Prodigy, in his defense, I think that that may not have been where he was at mentally. Maybe he was at a, maybe he was at a point where he felt like he just wanted to get a lot of shit off his chest. I think he was locked up at the time. Like he had a lot of time on his hand. He was reflecting on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting it into an album, he put it into a book. I think that exactly. just as somebody who 
you know, is a creative, you don't just get to stay in one creative lane. So if he wanted to be an author and tell his story through a book format versus telling his story through a song format, I don't think there's anything, yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. And I don't think that it's really too much, too too different. It's not different. Yeah, the only difference is you got more details because you got more not necessarily either because a lot of the times in music you could get just the same amount of details and you still get a monetary uh monetary gain so i I definitely disagree with him doing it just for monetary gain i don't think that was the motive i think that he just wanted to get his shit off so i i don't know why he did it i'm not saying why he did it and i'm gonna be honest i actually enjoyed the book me personally (laughs) But I could have lived without it. Like from seeing what he was talking about and how he was talking about it, a lot of this shit was none of my business. And to I, I just I don't like the man tell all. I, I'm I'm just I'm cool with it. The woman, I think that's cool. But as a, a man, it's I'm, I'm cool. So how do you? But think, you so say what that. You, what is the difference me, between? Wait, hold that on, and Jerry. The, Let me say that. You say because I like you say that was none of your business, but that's how I felt about the whole Tory Lanez thing and Megan Thee Stallion. I felt like I was minding my business. This is none of my business, and please leave me alone. And this fool went on live, and he went and like made a whole album about what happened. Like I still don't think that we as the public deserve to hear that like well i'm not saying that he's a gangster or he's like what you like you know you depict him to be but he's an artist but i still think that's that there are some things that should not be said well what i i, I think what they're both trying to do is fucking they, they, they're trying to clear their name public opinion before court I, I i don't think it's anything other than him trying to sway public opinion before going in the court. Okay. Like he, he was looking to tamper with the jury. <laughs> I I, you, still, you still think he did it? What, did he shot her? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I believe it's I his fault. I think he shot her. Yeah, I, I think I he think, shot I her. I, I, never thought, I never thought she was telling the truth. I still don't think she's telling the truth. And I don't think he's telling the truth either. I don't think, I think she's 100% honest with us because we she can't be i don't think he shot her yo you know he if he didn't I he allowed it to happen and she didn't get shot so we we could stop saying she got shot because a bullet the bullet never hit her so what, what allegedly to my understanding it was bullet fragments from a bullet hitting something else and hitting her but you see I, I, but i don't, I don't even think he pulled the trigger though like, I don't think he pulled the trigger. I think it was well, the gun he and all that, but I don't think he the, I believe he just at fault because he didn't stop the trigger from being pulled. I don't know. Again, we don't got to do a deep dive. I just don't know how it really went in the car. So I don't know that he was maybe even in position per se because I don't know exactly how it went down. So I don't know. But I definitely don't think that he pulled the trigger. I don't think. I believe he did have involvement. For her to say what she said, I believe he could have prevented it from happening. And, and that's as, tough too to say you shot me like Tori, you shot me. That's a direct quote. <laughs> yeah. Like but as a man, as a man in that situation, he's supposed to de-escalate the situation. My opinion. 
So if that was my daughter's sister, I would hold him responsible. Okay. Period. Like it is. That's just it. Okay. Um. Make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe and all of that fly shit. And until next time, everything reach out. Bustin' at the bando, a nigga jury real metal like a piano. I went from rad to riches to a feature with tip. I went from smart car to a bitch with some smart look. And that if a knee make my hip limp, I'm going fishing with these little bitty strip dips. And my bankroll kind of big dip. Woo, she gon' bring it on a big ship. Uh, quite trail, no quick trip. I got jugs in the alley, no tip. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.